0: They're coming to get you, Barbara.
1: Stop it! You're ignorant!
0: They're coming for you, Barbara!
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child!
2: Look, they're coming for you! Look! There comes one of them now!
1: He'll hear you! And
2: here he comes now.
1: Come, 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 come.
0: It's episode 13 of Watchin' Horror. I'm Jared, and at the table with me is my wife, Christina.
3: Hello. Hello.
0: Hi. How are we tonight? Doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's been a while.
1: It has been a while. Right? Yeah. Two weeks? Yeah. It's a lot. A long time.
0: Feels longer, though.
1: Yes. Well, (laughs) I mean, we've been away for a reason. It's not like, you know, eh. It's it's been go, go, go. Yeah. A lot going on.
0: Life is busy, man. Life
1: is busy. Yeah. It's busy. Stupid. Especially when schedules change and things change. Yeah, I went back know? to work. Yeah, it makes jarred. things harder.
0: Back in the office. Ugh. Anyway. I do have a question for you. Yeah. So if you could replace grass with something, what would it be? <laughs> wow. I don't know. If they came to you and said, Okay, listen, here's the deal. We're getting rid of grass. It's annoying. What should we replace it with? Anything at all, what would you say?
1: I don't know. Maybe soft pillows.
0: Soft pillows?
1: Something soft.
0: Would they have pillowcases on them? Like different kinds? It would be like a like a quilt of pillows? Different textures and patterns? and
1: It'd be like a nature pillow. Okay. So it wouldn't be like a pillow pillow. It would be a pillow made from nature. See what I'm saying? You, you
0: know what my next question is going to be, right? <laughs> What's a pillow made what from nature? What the fuck is a pillow made from nature?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh Probably some kind of plant thing where, like, it, like, amasses these, like, big bunches of plant materials and then wraps itself in, like, other, like, long, fibrous plant materials.
0: What the fuck are you talking about?
1: (laughs) I mean, we can't get rid of all the plants.
0: (laughs) So as <laughs> opposed of, to grass, you're gonna stuff pillowcases full no. of nature material.
1: No, see this is where where you're not understanding. Oh
0: okay, yeah, it's me.
1: Nature okay. makes its own pillow. okay, okay. So it's a it's it's a it's a nature it's a pillow made just it's like instead of grass, now we've got like little pods of plant material bunched up together and then wrapped. And they look like pillows, but they're like plants. So they don't. it's not like a conventional pillow with a pillowcase because, you know, you can kick those around and you end up with piles yeah. of pillows. And then what's underneath the pillows? What is it, just dirt? We just have dirt everywhere forever? That sucks. Yeah. So if we can't have that, I mean, I'd say flowers, but, you know, then that attracts a lot of bugs for lots of different reasons. The reason that there's grass, it's benign, it's neutral, you know. Some,
3: so 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 nature pillows.
1: Nature pillows. What's wrong with that? Well What about you, huh? What's your bread idea? Nails. <laughs> nails But how would you sit in the park or anything? What would you sit on? Wouldn't you rather the sit on a nature pillow than nails?
0: Well I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't sit on the nails.
1: That's what I'm saying. You can't sit on the floor anymore. It's got to be hard concrete or nails. Yes. That sucks. I'd hate to live in your world. My
0: world's all rough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, where the grass is nails. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I debated whether I would pick nails or pins. (laughs) I went with nails. Okay. Pins would break too easy.
1: Pins are break easy, plus you'd end up with a bunch of them in your skin and wouldn't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? They nails you'd a know pretty trouble. quick. Yeah, you know about, yeah.
0: And look at it this way, right? If you had a lawn and it was nails instead of grass, dogs wouldn't shit on it anymore.
1: <clears throat> yeah, no, they uh, they do that with birds and homeless people.
2: Yeah, there it's you really go. awful. Yeah.
1: Actually. I hate it, so I don't like that
0: idea. Well, luckily, no one asked me. <laughs>
1: Well, I just did.
0: Well, they're not doing it though. Yeah. Not yet at least.
1: I mean nothing's stopping you from like running around and like just buying bags full of nails.
0: How would I secure them into the dirt though? I couldn't do that.
1: No, you'd have to just sprinkle them. You know, oh, happens, that's, happens. Nah, that's lame. Anyone someone will eventually get a nail in their foot. Well, I'm not looking
0: to hurt anybody.
1: Well then what's the point of having nails on the
0: floor? Because I think it would look cool.
1: Oh, so you're looking you're you're looking at it as an aesthetic. Well, I think it's Fair. twofold,
0: right? I think it would look cool. It would look neat.
1: I see. So you want them ordered, standing up. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm not looking for just piles of nails okay. on dirt. I'm talking about standing up, you know, at attention. Okay. Ready to. I
1: think you'd need some kind of a harvesting, not harvest. well, no, some kind of a planting machine.
0: You'd have to. Hmm.
1: You know, they have those machines that plant bulbs into the ground. Yeah,
0: they should have one to plant nails too.
1: Just, yeah. Just replace, you know, the potato bulb or whatever the fuck with a nail. Yeah. yeah done.
0: I think we're on to something here. That's so difficult. Well, look at the two different in answers here. We have nature pillows, <laughs> which I'm not going to lie, I don't fully comprehend yet. Okay. And nails. Let
1: me explain what happens in my head when I think of that. Okay. Okay. Think about, like, you know, grass. Yeah. Right? But, like.
0: I'm going to close my eyes.
1: All right. All right. Imagine like th- like tufts of grass. Okay. All together. And then around the tufts of grass are like long leaves that kind of wrap them. Okay. So like it 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 makes the form of like a pillow, right? Okay. Like you know, it goes around. Yeah, okay. Okay. And now it's like a it's like a, a rectangle. Okay. Right. But it's all like one thing. Yeah. And they're just laid out in so instead of cabin. grass
0: you want you want le you want grass wrapped in big leaves. Well, That's kind I mean, of a cheat.
1: It's not. It's not grass. It would be like it would be like a filamentous plant material but not necessarily. I'm I'm saying like grass cuz it like bunches up. Spaghetti or something. You know what
3: I mean? Spaghetti. Like,
1: like plant spaghetti. You know what I mean? <sighs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking? about?
0: Not a single clue.
1: This isn't that foreign here. I'm talking about no, yeah. bunches. No.
0: Bunches of what? <laughs>
1: of of plant material, like hair. Yeah? Okay. Hair. Yeah. Like hair. Okay. Like hair. Yeah, yeah
2: I hair, get it. Yeah, like okay.
3: hair. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Bunched up in like a big fuzzy ball. Ew. But it's like Gross. planty, Ew. you know? Yeah and then like wrapped and then you know each one is it's, it's like a cat like a like a cabbage
0: like a cabbage
1: <laughs> but like in the sense that like you know they're all like ordered and like their own thing okay like hold big, on hold on a big thing
0: so what i got from you <laughs> let me see if i'm following along nature pillows with fibrous <laughs> plant like material grass wrapped filamentous grass wrapped in giant leaves like spaghetti or hair pod. pod hold on i'm not done wrapped in hair but it's but it's like cabbage in pods listen i don't think you know what the
2: hell you're talking about
1: I think we should send $20 to anyone who's still listening to this. That's what I think. I
0: think we should charge $20 for someone to listen to this. Wow. I'm going down a path.
1: This is what happens when you ask me questions. This is why
0: I ask the question. I like to get your long, crazy answer, and then I give my single word asshole answer. Nails. Nails. <laughs>
1: Or pins. I couldn't tell which
0: <laughs> one. Yeah. What's really funny about these these questions are I, I I try to think of these questions. I don't I don't anticipate your answer or my answer, but it always goes down one way, and it's never the same answer. I always know you're <laughs> going to be some far <laughs> ethereal, <laughs> airy answer, and I you know mine's going to be pretty concrete. That's it.
1: My answer is going to be airy and
3: ethereal.
0: You just talked about nature pillows <laughs> and described it 19 different different ways, and none of it was the same. All of it was the same. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> Let's just get into the movie. I can't stop laughing. I'm sorry. Wow. I did not expect that.
1: What is ethereal about nature pillows? <laughs>
0: This, oh, you you realize that no one's ever said that sentence, right? (laughs) What's ethereal about nature pillows?
1: I guarantee you someone somewhere has said something about that.
0: I hope not. (laughs) Man. Well, you know what's not ethereal? (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Zombies from 1968. There's nothing ethereal.
1: There was nothing ethereal about that. No. No. Of course, we're talking about what?
0: We're talking about Night of the Living Dead, the original. Yeah. Not the remake one from 1990.
1: Not that one. No. Not the remake one.
0: Talking about the original from 1968. The original one. Mm-hmm. The, the George even. Romero class. All right. I think you've been hanging out with nature pillows too long. <laughs> weird, man.
1: You don't appreciate the poof.
0: I do appreciate the it.
1: The poof creativity.
0: It takes a certain amount of creativity to come up with nature pillows <laughs> as a replacement for grass.
1: I think you misspelled derangement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said that wrong.
0: <laughs> it's pronounced derangement.
1: Did I say misspelled? Mispronounced, whichever.
0: Man. I kind of just want to continue with that conversation. But we should probably talk about the movie. Yes. All right.
1: Probably. I mean, I don't know. We can kind of do whatever we want.
0: We can. That's true. <laughs> Episode 13, not a Living Dead. I'm going to ask you, mm. this movie <clears throat> is a very choppy, grainy, black and white movie that you've seen probably a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Does it hold up and is it scary?
1: Does it hold up? That's a good question. The movie does hold up, but what doesn't hold up so much is the acting. Hmm. I really don't like the acting in the movie. It's really pretty awful. Takes you out of it? It takes me out of it. Mm. Ben, Barbara, Barbara specifically. Barbara's probably the most difficult one to watch.
0: She's silent through most of the movie, though, anyway. She's, like, fucking catatonic.
1: Yeah, half and half not. Yeah. The times when she is lucid enough to talk, you just kind of want to smack her. Ben did. Yeah. Good man, Ben was all right. Ben, Ben, Ben did a good job. Okay. I really liked Ben. I, I he he portrayed like a strong leader. Mm-hmm. He wasn't taking anyone's shit. I like the way he handled everybody, but the acting took me out of it with uh, just about everybody else. Like I hated the characters so much that like I wanted them all to die. Really, except for Ben, I just wanted huh. Ben to, and for some reason Barbara, because like they met in the, like initially. I won't get into it yet, but um. Anyway, point is, the acting took me out of it. But as, like, a movie, it's it it holds up because it still invokes that fear of being, like, trapped inside yeah. of a space. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you hear about, you like, the zombies come, right? They tell you to stay home. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. go out. But it can feel, like, isolating. You can't reach out. You can't really go out unless you've, you're armed or whatever, right? Sure. So you get that claustrophobic sort of feeling mm-hmm. you know what i mean of being inside and i know we're gonna get into the movie like you know piece by piece but you know there there are points in the movie where uh some people want to go in one direction in the house and other people want to go in another direction uh-huh. in the house you know one one right one way there's like those that that the two schools of thought with the zombies it's like do you go out and risk Being, you know, eaten by the zombies or Mm -hmm. being exposed or do you hole up and stay inside? We know, we find that in this movie they're kind of trapped inside. So it invokes that fear that like, oh crap, we're trapped in here yeah, and they're all going to come get us. So I think it still does hold up because I still had that feeling, Uh. you know, like, oh crap.
2: Yeah, I think, I
0: think with this one in particular... You know, we've seen a ridiculous number of zombie movies, but with this one in particular, it reminded me just how vulnerable people are, right? In a zombie apocalypse setting, you know what I mean? You figure your options are really limited, but they really can't be for any real chance of survival, right? Because people are sensitive to temperature. Too hot, too cold, that's an issue. If you're going to barricade yourself in, you need a lot of food, you need a lot of water. Food goes bad. You can't sit there for years and years and years hunkered down, right? People get sick. There's so many vulnerabilities to people. You can't win. You just can't win, you know? If you go out, there's so much to contend with. Nature. People are too refined now to deal against nature plus zombies. Nature plus zombies, you're fucking dead. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Especially when you add COVID to the mix. nobody can. I can't run half a block anymore. Right, this is what I'm saying.
0: So people are so (laughs) sensitive to everything and you have so many needs and requirements. There's fucking no way. A zombie apocalypse would wipe everyone out real quick. Everyone's got their zombie plan. Mm -hmm. You're just prolonging the inevitable, which is either your (laughs) stupid mistake will kill you or a fucking zombie will kill you or nature will just fucking kill you. One way or another, you're not making it out of this alive. And through all these zombie movies and zombie shows and this, that, and the other, everyone's always really thriving and making it. They were trapped mm-hmm. in a mall yeah. or they're, you know, or, hey, we got this, we got that. Well.
1: That's not true. I, I don't, I think, I think Dawn of the Dead, the Zack Snyder one that you're talking about at least and the Georgia, I mean, granted, yeah. yes. And the Georgia run when they're also in the mall. Yes. I feel like they kind of fetishized it a little more in the Zack Snyder version. Of but. course. Oh
0: yeah. They are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I'm sorry, that's just the one that always pops into my mind. I know George Merrill also did it.
0: Well, I think, like, look at The Walking Dead, right? They're a group of people who, for years, have been living outside, more or less, you know, going roaming around various parts of that, like, I don't know, mid-east coast, Georgia, and back and forth, Virginia,
2: mm-hmm.
0: back and forth. I don't know. You know, it's a TV show, granted, you know what I mean? But, like, the idea of They always manage up just enough food. The weather's not really too much of an issue, give or take. You know, all these different things aren't too much of an issue. But, like, in this movie, they don't – the movie's not long enough for it to – food and water to become a fucking issue. You know what I mean? But, like, this movie, it did – it made me realize how vulnerable people are Mm -hmm. in this situation and how little chance any of us really have. Everyone has their, everyone, every stupid internet dick has their, well, I'm going to get my katana blades and I'm going to, oh, are you? Okay. All right, Storm Shadow, you go ahead. You go on out there and you go take care of that. Storm Shadow. Fucking dick. hate that.
1: (laughs) Sounds like someone specific. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Well, okay. When I was in college, right, there was this asshole. I took a class called the History of Transylvania. And in this class, there was a kid who sat in the front. And he sat in the front, and for some reason, this kid was always holding court with the five or six other kids who were sitting in the front, kids, whatever, you know, people who were sitting in the front. He was like the typical internet guy, you know, who always had something snarky to say, always knew something just a little bit more than you did, you know, and everyone was kind of listening. I didn't really pay much attention. You know, that's a lie. I paid a lot of attention.
1: <laughs> I didn't pay much. No, I paid very careful attention. Yeah. <laughs> I know, timing, tone. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) So I'm thinking of that guy, and I remember him talking, they were talking about zombies or something. Of course he had his zombie plan. Look Now, I mean, granted, I'm looking at it through the eyes and mind of a 40-year-old, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. a zombie plan? Really? You know what I mean? jaded, curmudgeonly, 40-year-old. Granted, the curmudgeonly has been there for a very long time. That didn't come with the...
1: Also, zombies were like a new, like... Fun thing at the time.
0: Yeah, that kind of got that reinvigorated mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just annoying. So yes, when I say that, I am thinking of this asshole. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: Yeah. So fuck that guy. Anyway, let's get into this movie. Yeah. For real, for real. All right. So before we get started, um, again, this is another call to action here. So apparently, iTunes is changing things. Hmm. So- they're changing the way they do their podcast, wording and setups and things like that. It's fun. On the forward-facing end, subscribe is going to be a pay service going forward, and you're going to be following for a free service. So follow. Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge for this. So
3: that would be preposterous. That would
0: be ridiculous. <laughs> so you imagine it's going to be follow from now on. But
1: hundred dollars an episode.
0: Get the hell out of Fuck here. Fuck it out. Right. I think the right thing is happening. We're paying to have people listen, which is the proper way it should be. (laughs) I think so, too. (laughs) So definitely, you know, follow, tell your friends and family and neighbors that we are a thing and they should listen to us. Also, if you're you're so inclined, reviews help get more eyes and ears on what we're paying to have people do and listen to. So definitely (laughs) do that. And you can follow on Instagram at Watching Horror Podcast, where Christina posts often. Yeah. And it's always a fun, good time, a visual companion to an audio medium that talks about a visual medium. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. I got that right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yep. You, so you could do that, and you can follow us on Twitter at Watching Horror, and you can email us at Watching Horror Podcast at gmail.com. So, all that stuff is there, and that's all the housekeeping. So, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. 1968. It is about. Are you ready for my my synopsis?
3: Your
1: two sentence synopsis. I yes. Can't wait. Are you ready? Yes.
0: An unlikely group of people find themselves hunkered down together in a Pennsylvania farmhouse during the zombie apocalypse, while managing to argue about every wrong decision they make, and undead fun ensues.
1: Undead fun ensues. That's right. <laughs>
3: very cool. Very Thank cool. you. I like it.
0: Thank you. So. So the movie opens up. But you know what's interesting? Right off the bat, there's no starring credits in this movie, right? It doesn't open like starring whoever. Mm-hmm. It just opens up with the road winding, you know, the cars driving. I Is that it, true? Yeah, it's true. You know, there, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, because there's nobody you know in it, so it didn't make a difference.
1: <laughs> Is so. that really the...
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> I like how you think that's funny. <laughs> well, it's an independent movie. Yeah. You know? So they got what they could. A lot of people wore a lot of hats in this movie, like most independent film. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But the movie opens up where we meet Johnny and Barbara, who are two bickering siblings uh, who are driving to rural Pennsylvania. What's that? Pains in the ass. Yeah, Johnny's a real fucking dick. Oh, my God. Isn't Ronnie he? A whiner. Yeah, he's a real dick.
1: He's a little brat.
0: He is, yeah. Oh. And he dies in the shittiest way you could die in a fucking zombie movie, and too. I
1: could not have been happier.
0: Yeah. So these two are driving to a... Uh, a cemetery. A cemetery. To place a, like a flowers or a cross or whatever it is, on their father's grave. And Johnny teases his sister, who's afraid of cemeteries, and they're coming to get you, Barbara. Which is... that When I was a kid, I thought that line was so cool. Like I used to be like. Ooh, here it comes. I used to watch the movie a lot when I was a kid. Mm. Like a lot, a lot. I would watch it. I I like the movie, but I really like that line. Hmm. Like I don't know why that always kind of.
1: It's interesting to me how that line gets kind of caught in anyone's head because, like, you hear other people say it. It's such an iconic. Yeah. You know why that line. one line? Why that one? And I don't know. When you actually watch the movie, he's just kind of like playing around with her. Like yeah. he's like you know he's like a, teasing her teasing her and going like standing behind the tombstone going like they're coming to get you barbara like it's he's not everyone else is like he's coming to get you barbara they're coming yeah. to get you barbara they don't like, put a little aspect into it to kind of say it like this super iconic thing but when you see it in the movie he's like they're coming to get you barbara you know what i mean like it's not I never understood why that specific line. That's interesting. To yeah, I don't know. caught in everyone's head. Yeah. Why that
0: one? I don't know. It's weird because when I was a kid, I don't remember like seeing or hearing any hype about it, like wanting to rent it. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up on horror movies, watching movies that are way too fucking old for me. But this was obviously not one of them. That line always stood out to me, and I guess mm-hmm. I'm obviously not the only one because that's the one that everybody knows. And that's the one everyone. Yeah. Like thinks about. You know. Yeah.
1: It's in Shaun of the Dead,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that was that was a nice little homage to mm-hmm. of the Dead. Um, I yeah, thought it was really again
1: like of all the things that you could, that you could say.
0: Oh yeah, you know? for sure. And I always thought it was funny that apparently the story goes where George Romero uh, they screened that movie for George Romero, and they had asked after the screening what they thought of that line, and he said, "I didn't even pick up on it." <laughs> <laughs> I thought there that was kind of funny. There you go. So there's something interesting here too. Here's a little fun fact about this movie. In the car ride with Johnny and Barbara, Barbara says while getting out, she says, they ought to make the day, the time changes, the first day of summer, right? But in 1968, the t- the day that Spring Forward happens was April 28th. Mm-hmm. So this movie actually takes place on April 28th. Okay. I thought that was, you can actually pinpoint the day. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Which, oddly enough, will be a day before this movie comes out, uh, this episode comes out.
1: Huh. Look at that.
0: That maybe we should have it released a day later.
1: It's almost like wearing the band t-shirt to the to the concert, isn't it?
0: Is it that much? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's nothing
1: you I can think say. That, I, I think that to go back that number of years to figure that out in and of itself is a statement. Okay.
3: To <laughs> try to figure
1: out exactly what day this all happened does it matter care
0: somebody went back and figured I out know. the ice cube it was a good day I know. song all right so there
1: are a lot of clues in that this is a clue right in that, here in that in that uh, song
0: though what's, what I mean? what's better though the whole
1: song is about the, the whole song is about a good day
0: yeah and this whole movie is about one night
1: it's called night of the living dead right true true
0: i don't know i'd rather hear about night of the living if someone said hey if there were two people standing in front of me and one guy said, hey, today was a good day. Do you want to hear about it? The other guy said, fucking zombies came and trapped me in a house. Do you want to hear about it? Guess what, Ice Cube? <laughs> fucking hit the bricks, man. I want to hear this guy's story. Yeah. so I'd rather hear that story. Right? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so him and his fucking triple-double can take a walk. I want to hear about Johnny and Barbara. I'm just saying.
1: I like that song though. <laughs> I don't like that song You don't like that song? I think it's boring Really? Yeah I like how slow it is mm. I like the slow laid back
0: feeling I like, Ice- like a lot of West Coast rap though so. I like the more aggressive Ice Cube mm. Less the uh...
1: More fuck the police
0: Yeah I definitely like more fuck the police Than today was a good day mm. Yeah I don't know I also want nails instead of grass and you want nature pillows. They're really all kind of, you know.
1: See, it works.
0: It, it There's a method here. <laughs> I see. So pretty quick in this movie, we see the zombies, right? And what's interesting right off the bat, the makeup, it doesn't, they don't look like zombies today, mm. right? Like the zombies, they don't, in this movie, they're not all like fucked up and gnarly.
1: You also have to remember that the picture quality is like, I don't know, like. Fifty times worse. Yeah, we're talking about shades of gray. Yes. on film. Yeah, from far away. Yeah, a lot of times, for sure. Well, so there's... you know, there's a lot of oversaturation. Yeah, I watched. Um, there's a lot of oversaturating in you know on film, and, and that happens. So it's the resolution's a bit different. It's going to be a little. You're going to see a lot more these days than you of would in a movie like that. But they even had the... like darkened eyes. Yeah. And like uh, pale complexions. Yeah. You know what I mean? They all look like dusty. Yeah. Uh, these days they're like, you know, veiny and pussy and, and you know, like stuff's like hanging <laughs> on. Visually
0: of them interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
1: it's hard to do that though on, yeah, on, a, on, on a, a low budget.
0: For sure. Well, originally Romero hired Tom Savani to do the makeup. Mm. However, he could not. He oh. had to decline because he was a Nam as a combat as a combat photographer.
1: He so he sent a uh, like a postcard to Vietnam and said, "Hey,
0: maybe do you he did. Come back? I don't know.
1: That doesn't make any sense.
0: I, this is just what I'm told. Okay, That's what I read. You know,
1: so George Romero and, and at the time independent filmmaker. Yeah. nobody knew. Said, I want Tom Savani mm-hmm. to do my makeup. Mm-hmm. And he is in Vietnam. He was headed
0: to Vietnam. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, he was headed to... Yeah. So he he hadn't... He hadn't...
0: He hadn't... He hadn't gotten his orders to leave Um, quite yet. I was about to say. But he couldn't do it because of that. Hmm. So everyone had to kind of chip in. Hmm. Including um, Marilyn Eastman, Mm -hmm. who was... um, What's her name in that movie? Helen, I believe. Yeah. And also her husband, Harry. Both of them chipped in with the makeup. Wow. Yeah. So... The makeup was not uh, It didn't have a group to be, though.
1: No, like it, it didn't have to be good. You know what I mean?
0: No, like, I, you're right.
1: You know, it's like the better the picture quality gets, the better the makeup has to be. Of course. Um and there are you know, I always I always like the way the film looks. Nowadays I almost feel like like if you have film, like film goes bad, so if you have film you kinda of have to use it. But I almost feel like like film is like precious at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to shoot something with film, it's got to be something like good. Like, you can't make mistakes now with film.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're fucking wasting all the film, asshole, get it right.
0: Yeah. It's much cheaper to shoot in digital. You know I mean? Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
1: These days, you know, it's like a novelty now when someone actually shoots in film. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was imagine they annoying. just have a shit ton of money that they just want to piss down the drain, I mean, whichever, you know, there's just no point to, you could always slap a filter on it and make it look like film now. True. But if you want to be a purist about it, you know, you can waste all of your money. That's your business. <laughs> but, you know, back then they didn't have a whole lot of options. So, yeah, it was film or, you know, just think about the movie in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <laughs> people about it, I guess. Tell Do stories. a puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: going to make a movie, but instead I'm going to go with a puppet show. <laughs>
1: Get really good at drawing. And I don't make know a comic
0: book. That's a puppet show. I'd see <laughs> Like if they advertise like, look, this was gonna be a movie, but like they opted... Living
1: opted the puppet show. Let's do that.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Can we do that? They did a. There was a stage show, not a puppet show, but they did a stage show of this.
1: Okay, that's a stage show. You could do that. It's like essentially in a room. Yeah, know, you know, that's it what, Takes yeah. place in one spot. Yeah,
0: you could. You can get away with that. A puppet show? Huh? That's a lot of puppets. We need more people. Well, that's a problem because I don't really have a lot of friends. So our first, uh, our first zombie on screen, we see that dude kind of creeping around the tombstones. Mm-hmm. You know, S. William Heinzman, I think that's how you pronounce the last one. So he took that walk, that zombie walk. He stole it from Boris Karloff, actually, from a movie called The Walking Dead in 1936. Oh, yeah. Okay. He stole that walk from there, and that's where you get like that zombie shuffle. Pretty much started here. Did he steal it though,
1: or was it just like the first time someone did it was in the nineteen thirties? And
0: Karloff did it in a movie called The Walking Dead, which is was like a Frankensteinish kind of movie, kind of thing, like Raised from the Dead. Um, so okay. this guy went back and modified it a bit and okay. added a bit of a little more urgency to that walk, but that saunter kind of he took from Boris Karloff. Which you could
1: call that stealing? You I... could also call it inspiration.
0: It depends on how you look at it. It depends on how you look at it. I'm going to go stealing.
1: (laughs) Art isn't, you know, you get, you get an idea from.
0: Mm -hmm. That's why there's copyright infringement though, isn't there? If art.
1: Can you, can you copyright
0: a movement? Yeah. I don't know. Can you? I don't don't think think so. so. God, no. I bet Eugene Simmons tried. Could you
1: imagine anyone trying to do that?
0: I'll bet Eugene Simmons tried to copyright the devil horns. Which, if I'm not mistaken, I think he might have. I'll have to look that up because I think that might be the thing.
1: Hey Google, did Gene Simmons copyright the Devil Horns?
0: Yep. See, I knew it. I knew it. It's fucking stupid. This asshole also tried to copyright the dollar sign. So
1: kiss the uh, what's it? Uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah. yeah. My brain's not right. Yes.
0: Yeah, he tried to copyright the dollar sign. How? He didn't do, you do that. Well, he tried. I don't, whatever the process is to go and copyright something that someone else fucking made. face. I know.
2: It's definitely a buck base.
1: No, I mean like how do you what? So 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 what? So you just you can use it? I don't understand that. So what now we have to come up with a new sign because you're a fucking greedy asshole? You know what I mean? Nobody can use the dollar yeah. sign now because you're a piece of shit.
0: That was probably his hope. God oh, I, I know. It's fucking gross. He's fucking the worst. I agree. That's gross. I agree. I'm not a KISS fan. No. Anyway.
1: People who are KISS fans though, can someone any if 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 anyone out there is A Kiss fan, then you've got to be one of those like die hard, crazy, like you probably have a tattoo and like a hundred toys and like keychains and posters. I've never met a person who likes Kiss who doesn't have. An entire room filled an unhealthy
0: with, obsession with gifts. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a
1: lot of merchandise. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and they just buy all of it. It's it's an, it's it's a phenomenon. And I just I, I'm curious if you could just get back to me somehow. We have an email address. It's Watch Podcast at gmail.com. Can you just get back to me and just explain in as much detail as you need? I I've I've got time. <laughs> And I am willing to listen. I have an open mind. Um, I just need to understand why. What is it about that band? And what happens to you when you buy a piece of merchandise? And why do you need so much of it?
0: I think broken people like to line the pockets of Gene Simmons. <laughs> That's my theory.
1: See, I don't want to call them broken yet. I want an explanation. Okay. So, watching hard podcast, I won't, I won't tell anyone about our conversation. You can just pop in there give me your thoughts and leave no one has to know a thing just okay my, my that's my that's my call to action
0: call to action is email christina and let her know why you like kiss so much
1: well if you like kiss then you like kiss a lot yeah and i just want to know
0: why i don't know so
1: that's my question about that i hear there are kiss coffins
0: there are definitely kiss coffins for sure you know as a fact
1: that's scary that's scary. Like what, That's like for real scary.
0: Well, what's worse? A kiss coffin or the fact that you can buy a coffin at Costco?
1: A kiss coffin. That's way worse.
0: Kiss coffins might be worse than Costco coffins, but I'm more surprised at Costco coffins than kiss coffins.
1: I'd be okay with being buried in a Costco coffin. I'm already dead. Is it bigger? I
0: don't know. <laughs> do, do you buy like one coffin? You're getting like three?
1: Keep two in storage. Just and why, when... yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And why choose, if you're going to sell coffins from a place that sells things wholesale, why are coffins the thing that you're going to choose to sell one of?
1: Hmm.
0: Right? Family packs.
1: Just because they're big, maybe. They also do that with mattresses and tables and chairs and stuff.
0: Mm, oh, you know what, you're right. That's a good point. So it's like a, like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Okay. You think a Kiss coffin would make you, you know what, no. We're going to. Less said about Kiss Coffins, the better.
1: The less people know about these things, the better.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking to promote Kiss Coffins. So where are we? Right. Our first zombie who stole the walk from Boris Karloff in The Walking Dead. We finally see him. The
1: zombie walk was inspired by.
0: Or stolen or inspired by. You can pick your point of okay. view. I'm not gonna fight for one or the other. <laughs> and we see he the lumbering man, pale faced lumbering man. Yeah. You don't quite know he's a zombie. Which, by the way, you know, they never say the word zombie in this movie either. Yeah. They say ghouls and yeah. like flesh eaters and stuff. Which, by the way, that was the original name for this movie, Night of the Flesh Eaters.
1: Interesting.
0: But there was another movie called Flesh Eaters, and they weren't having the Night of Flesh Eaters. Mm. So they had to nix that shit. Yeah.
1: That's interesting. I didn't read that.
0: So the man, tr- uh, the man, the zombie, grabs Barbara, and Johnny rushes to save her. But while fighting him, Johnny, stupid fuck falls and hits his head in a gravestone and dies. Yeah. What a stupid shithead.
1: You know what? And he deserves it. I, I, I couldn't t- I I, I could have set up and and clapped. Okay. The yeah. amount of complaining that guy was doing. Oh
0: my god. And you know I from
1: was like, "Thank God, he's done."
0: Yeah. I agree. No more. I uh, I definitely agree. Could
1: you imagine him in that house with Ben? Ben would have killed him.
0: Ben would have pushed him. Out. You know what? Remember that could Part you the, imagine? Yeah. when he Remember when Ben puts the the chair outside and sets it on fire? Yeah. I think he would have sat fucking Johnny in there and kicked him out there with the a burning chair.
1: Piece of I'm shit. I'm just saying, imagine Barbara was the one that got bit, right? And yeah. Johnny and Ben were trapped in that house together. Yeah. They would have killed each other. Oh, God, yeah. Forget it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the amount of complaining that that guy would have done. <laughs> oh God. And of course, the lights went out. Of
0: course. <laughs>
1: Is there anything to eat in here? Who lived in here?
0: It's cold. <laughs> Can't believe we're here. Yeah. Stupid ass.
1: Where are we supposed to get all the wood from? I have a splinter. <laughs> Shut up, Johnny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. So after
1: put Johnny downstairs with the fucking half dead girl. <laughs>
0: After Johnny fucking practically <laughs> more or less kills himself, yeah, stupid ass, yeah, uh, Barbie, Barbie, Barbara tries to leave in Johnny's car, but that doesn't happen. She stupid ass hits a tree. Yeah. By the way, that part wasn't supposed to be in the movie where she kind of hits the tree. That only happened because the car they used got into an accident the night before. Someone used it to go into town and got into an accident. Oh, my God. So they had to... So if you look real close, you can see that dent that it kind of kind of goes like against the tree, not like headfirst. Yeah. So you can kind of see the car is. You can see the dent before it goes against the tree.
1: There Man. they are making lemonade out of lemons.
0: Just a bunch of kids making a zombie movie, you yeah. know? What are you going to do? Yep. You know? But... But yeah,
1: can imagine going out for a run, coming back to set, coming Not at the car. I got into an accident. It happened to us.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. It did happen to us. <laughs> We're working on a movie. Working on a movie. Yeah, <laughs> we got
1: into a car accident once.
0: Yeah, with a notable rapper.
1: Yeah, it's someone who worked with the Ariza.
0: Yeah. That was Wu-Tang, fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Alan Taylor.
0: Yeah. Uh, Thor Two's Alan Taylor.
1: Director of Thor Two and Sopranos. Sopranos
0: yeah. and mm-hmm. many S- other.
1: Standing out in the middle of the street with his
0: bright
2: yellow, bright yellow. jacket. <laughs> yeah. Directing, Directing traffic,
0: traffic. <laughs> in a fifteen-passenger van while you dressed as Madonna. Yeah. Man, what kind Good of life times. have we led, Good Chris? Times. Good times, What kind of life have led us there and led us here? Man. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good times indeed. Anyway. Anyway, she abandons the car and runs into the nearby farmhouse to hide, and she grabs a knife to, for self-defense and discovers that others like the man are outside,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Now the zombies are starting to come in or being realized. But can you imagine, I mean, imagine Barbara at this point, right? The way the zombies look, they don't look quite dead. They're just a little fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, how are you supposed to know? She just has like these people who are like lumbering toward her.
1: No, you can tell.
0: And, hmm.
1: They don't talk. No. So you talk to them, they don't talk back. Yeah. They don't really make a whole lot of sounds. No. You know, they, they, you know, they're they they very reachy. You know, they reach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they're using tools, though. They're using bricks and stuff yeah, like that, so you know? Yeah, so they're
1: still... Yes, but they're still lumbering and slow. So I was able to... I I could tell the difference mm. easily. Yeah, I didn't Was think, that because
0: you knew, though?
1: I mean, maybe. But I mean, if you see, like, the difference between that, like, let's say Zack Snyder zombies, right? Zack Snyder was the one, I think, who made the running zombie a thing
0: popularized it like, for sure I mean? yeah yeah
1: um i remember hearing that george romero had been like i never really thought about making him run yeah <laughs> <laughs> huh. Huh. Uh, never thought about
2: that yeah i had read that Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: right
0: i like the running zombies I don't so care.
1: yeah but that's what i'm saying though like you know um with the running zombies it's kind of it's kind of harder to tell because you could be a running zombie you could be running from a zombie you don't know who's who you're both covered in blood yeah you know what i mean it's, true. it's can you talk can you form sentences yeah you know what i mean true <laughs> like these are <laughs> these are all you know uh signs of a person or
0: zombie alive or dead yeah yeah true
1: so uh at least for me i don't know i i, I saw the movie and I, I it wasn't too difficult to figure it out
0: okay all right well you got your zombie uh Sorry, you got God. your zombie glasses on Barbara did not though No No poor Barbara didn't
1: No Barbara doesn't know What the fuck is
0: going on No At the top of the stairs Where she finds that fucking uh, fucking Mutilated corpse Yeah On the top Which was made by George Romero himself By the way
1: Good for him Arts and and crafts
0: And you know how the eyes Look like ping pong balls Mm -hmm. That's because they were Ping pong balls (laughs) Yeah for real Nice Yeah
1: (laughs) Pink ping pong balls Hey man
0: Whatever you gotta do To get that movie made Mm -hmm. You know that's why it was shot. And the, the movie was shot in black and white because it's all they could afford. Mm-hmm. And even the, the the film quality itself was a little on the cheaper side also. Yeah. But Again, it's all they could afford. Mm-hmm. So that's what they went with. So you got to use ping pong balls for the eyes. You got to use ping pong. You got literally use fucking ping pong balls for the eyes.
2: That's
0: right. You no, know? I got a question. Why didn't that mutilated corpse, why didn't that raid? Why wasn't that a zombie?
1: Maybe it was. Like, who lived in that house before? I, I don't, don't know. know.
0: The Coopers were in the basement at this time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if they knew how to shoot them in the head. And,
1: they don't yet.
0: And that, you know, that's another thing, though. Shooting them in the head, that started in this movie. Mm-hmm. Being the way to take down a zombie is to, you know, shoot them ahead head and set them on fire. Mm-hmm. Which, the setting them on, on fire thing has sort of gone by the wayside.
1: I know a lot of people, uh, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? I'm not going to get into that debate, but the shooting in, in the head is started here. When this discussion happened of how you could take down a zombie, Mm. right, the movie was written by George Romero and I think it was John Russo or something like that. I think that was the name. In the discussions of how to do that, Marilyn Eastman in the movie had suggested maybe you could just have them like maybe a pie to the face would kill them, (laughs) which is what they put. In as a joke in Dawn of the Dead in the mall, but it started here in That of the Living so Dead as just a joke suggestion in a conversation. Thought that was interesting. That's cute.
2: Yeah, very
0: interesting. But I think that zombie should have been alive anyway. <laughs> you know, this is where we start to meet Ben, our our uh, our main hero mm-hmm. here at this point, which you said was probably the best character in the movie.
1: My my second full sentence literally says. Everyone is a helpless loser that deserves to die except Ben. Yeah. That is the second thing that I wrote in my book. Hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> so, yes. So, you're a so fan yes. of
0: Ben's. <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, played by Dwayne Jones, he was originally, originally that character wasn't supposed to be a black guy, which broke down all these different barriers, you know, and led to these, all these discussions about the social commentary on race relations in the late 60s, and it makes sense that being the case. hmm now, originally, the character was supposed to be this lowbrow kind of crude truck driver. Mm-hmm. Jones had auditioned, and they changed the part to fit him. Mm-hmm. As more, he was an actual professor, college professor, and he was more of an academic and more calm and um, even keeled. So, they sort of reworked the part to fit Jones mm-hmm. as Ben. They had, this was one of the first movies to have a black actor portrayed as the main character in a, in a mainstream movie. hmm Which is pretty big. A lot of people look back to it now in those, in the two thousands kind of lens and look back and say, "Well, look at this social commentary on race relations on a black man locked in a in in a house with surrounded by white people trying to get in and getting him out, whatnot." And you could make the case, however, it's not that wasn't on purpose. That wasn't the intention. You know, Romero. yeah. Yeah, Romero said he just he was just the best actor for the role. Mm-hmm. You know, and granted the race relations in the late 60s were a little tense in this country, <laughs> a little dicey. A little you tense. know. Yeah. <laughs> in fact on the way to um from Pennsylvania to New York when Romero and uh, Russo actually when they finished editing this movie the story goes, they threw the cans of film in the trunk and drove from Pennsylvania yep. to New York about right. looking to Screening it at, at any movie theater that was willing to show the movie. Hmm. And on the drive there, they had learned that Martin Luther King was shot and killed. Upping the racial uh, tensions in this country for yeah. sure. So looking back on it now, you can, I can see the argument being made. And I can see where people are getting it from. But actually being a point of fact of intention, it just wasn't there. Hmm. You know? And the same thing at the end of the movie... Where our redneck friend shoots and kills Ben, we'll just fast forward. You know, shoots and kills Ben in the house, even though he was alive and you could say innocent. It was still like, oh, yep, boom, I got him. Throw him in the fire with the rest of uh, them. Yeah, I think they just assumed anything moving. At yeah, that of, point coor- was a of zombie. of course, of course. But you can again, yeah, look back on that lens, and you can say, well, you see what this is actually saying. Right, not necessarily the case. Right, you know, but interesting nonetheless, though that that's.
1: I think Romero gets a lot of uh, social commentary pushed on him, you know, with the mm. with the zombie thing. Yeah. You don't necessarily think that it was intended that way all the time. No. I mean, originally, you know this was, I mean, no. I think the idea of race relations is definitely evident in the fact that he hired an, a black actor sure. to play the lead role, the hero in the movie. It's a know, progressive um, mindset, for sure.
0: Sure. Right, right, you know right, you, in, know, you know, right from the job. Um, yeah.
1: But, you know, I think it begins and ends there. You know, I think you're right. I think you know. He, I think he was the best person for the job. He got the role, and that's you know great because we got a great character out of him. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but I think that's where it began and ended. I think I think people put they kind of force that social commentary onto Romero movies that I don't really necessarily think is really there.
0: I agree. I agree. I mean, this movie was set out. They started writing this movie as a horror comedy. Yeah. and then it kind of evolved into what it was but that was the original intent was to make it funny right so it wasn't the intent It wasn't that we're going to make this
1: is that the intent or is that just low self-esteem talking though you know what i mean
0: that's a good question <laughs> that's a good question i don't know
1: you know
2: but
0: they're proud of that i know from all accounts they were proud of that movie you know people who were involved have in it yes you know and they should have been they had yeah. a lot to be proud of i agree you know? i agree it was built
1: up and it's it's a good movie it's a
0: groundbreaker you know it's definitely a groundbreaker in that it was one of the last movies to be released without a rating. Mm. Before the rating system was in place, it was just out there, and mm-hmm. which led to a lot of problems later on in terms of uh, people taking their children to go see the movie that they didn't think was what it was. This was actually one of the first movies to depict gratuitous yeah. and like gruesome murder on film. Yeah. So parents who had taken their children to see what they thought would be kind of maybe a slightly scary or creepy movie,
1: Scary movies back then were monster movies. Yes, you know what I mean. They were monster movies. They mm-hmm. weren't like scary, scary. It was like, you know, it was like giggle scary. You know what I mean? Like oh, the big monster, and right. you know, uh, that's that's pretty much what you had. You had the creature from the black lagoon, right? You know what I mean, and stuff like that. Off-screen Vampires implications and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. not like flesh-eating monsters. And I, I, I actually read a uh, an article. Uh, from someone who talks about how, yeah, it was Roger Ebert, yeah, Roger Ebert does a an extensive review of this movie and writes about it beautifully, actually, and explains how it made him feel and what and kind of set the scene for like what what things were like in the suburbs, I guess, where you know, in during the time parents would bring their kids to drive-in movies and stuff like that and you know the kids would all get together watch the movies the parents would get a chance to kind of socialize and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know it was like a safe kind of place you know for people to go the scary movies used to be mostly monster movies and stuff like that but this one because it showed you know the the little girl at the end kills her mother you know you literally see people like eating you know flesh yeah bones there's you know like this really eerie um you know this is also at a time where they didn't really use music in the background they used sounds like uh, a lot of horns a lot of like you know what i mean to like you know to really like hammer a point home uh you know like you know so you, you you don't really have anything to distract you from what's happening you're just listening to the chewing sounds yeah and quiet you know crickets chewing sounds and and shuffling yeah. you know feet on yeah. the dirt and there isn't you know nowadays it's like every almost every moment has got some kind of music in the background some kind of sound in the background um but but they didn't do it that way, so so it, it you, you kind of honed in on it even even more. Um, so apparently, according to him, uh, it completely changed things. You know, it went from from it being, you know, like it it, it changed the it changed the tone and the attitude of the entire neighborhood. You know, kids were, like, sc- like they didn't go see scary movies, mm. you know, anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, like, this, like, scared, like, you know, kind of feeling in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, after everyone had seen that movie. So it completely changed, you know, the way that horror movies were depicted, watched, and, you know what I mean? Their parents would allow their kids to watch them and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty wild that that's a, that was a thing where you could trust... Like, you could just take your kids to a movie where it didn't really matter. Like, you knew you kind of generally what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And this, this movie sort of creeping in right at the tail end of that. And this being the one to do it where it was one of the first, you know, depict this gory sort of gruesome, you know, imagery. Yeah. And it just really giving people a really bad day. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes me happy
1: kids were crying oh that's great fantastic like you know kids as young as you know like five you know would would go to the drive-in movie theaters and they'd be sitting (laughs) there with their their siblings and friends and stuff like that like watching this crying by the same token
0: right if you see this if you're a parent just get up and go you're like you know what this ain't it yeah you, you have a responsibility. But a, I
1: think the thing is that a lot of the parents weren't really paying attention to the movie because they were using it as a, a, you know, an opportunity to socialize. Then that's
0: their fault. You know what I mean. Then I blame the parents. <laughs> they should be paying attention.
1: Well, I think they just drop their guard for a little bit. You know what I mean. You just Can't get used to a place being a safe place where you can. You know what I mean. You're just yeah. not always like monitoring everything. It's kind of hard to have a conversation where every time you have a sentence, you have to look over and pay attention to what the movie's showing and then go back to a conversation. True.
0: Well, this showed them then, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. You <laughs> fucking mind your P's and Q's and pay attention right. to your kids yeah. and what they're doing. Hmm.
1: Or what they're watching. Exactly. In this case. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Ebert, by the way, also um, only refers to Ben by as an actor and a character by the name The Negro.
2: Wow. In that
1: entire, in the entire review. And it's several pages long. Um, he revises his, um, his review in the mid 2000s, I think.
0: Um, Correcting the Negro line?
1: I don't know. You know what? I, I wish I remembered more about, I have to, I really should. That's
0: worth going back back to yeah i'm curious
1: um but the one that the original one that he writes where he writes that whole story when he talks about the movie he only refers to ben as the negro capital (sighs) t capital n wow
2: yeah that's
0: interesting because i think he did marry a black woman which is interesting that he refers to doesn't refer to the character even by by the actor name or the character name as the Negro. that's interesting
2: Hmm.
0: it's possible that
1: that's that that was the popular word at the time. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I really don't know. I really don't. I don't know if that. You know what I mean? There was a time where the word "colored" was acceptable. There was, a of course, time yeah. where all of these words were right. I just, I guess, I read that and I didn't understand why they didn't just
0: say the name, say his name. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> like Ben, like he's got a character name. You have to make it a point. I mean? It seems
0: like you have to make it a point to to not use either the character name or the actor's name like, and refer to him as just as a as a skin color. Like, that's a choice.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, you could pretty much take that entire Word document and then put in that replace function. (laughs) Yeah. Put in the Negro and then replace with Ben. Right. And it would work all the time, I think.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. (laughs)
1: So just like, essentially anywhere where Ben's name could have gone in, his name was the Negro. Wow. I thought that that was interesting. I, I, I was like, what? I I didn't quite get why. You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, it could also like be not that big of a deal. And I'm making more. Uh, I'm not even making anything. I'm not making out a big it, deal. It's just, just saying, a point like, of interest. I thought, was, I thought it was bizarre. Yeah, that's weird. Like, you know, for a film critic to not mention the character by name, just Can, always as the Negro.
0: Considering that's the main character, too. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: The story, he he writes about it though is quite nice so it's it's worth reading so it's Hmm. a nice read if you get a chance
0: uh i'd check that out roger ebert okay Mm -hmm. all right roger so yeah so we meet speaking of we meet ben who arrives in a pickup truck and attacks the zombies with fucking tire iron (laughs) fucking yeah ben yeah ben fuck yeah ben's a badass
1: yeah ben knows what he's doing
0: yeah ben which is weird because this just happened and Ben's already got, he's already got the info. He knows what's up. Ben knows what's up. Yeah,
1: I don't get it. It's so, a little suspicious. It is a little, so oh, like maybe ben wait has, a minute. You know what I mean? Maybe Ben was working with someone who.
0: Yeah. hmm You know, that is did
1: Anyone ever think of that? I don't mm-hmm. think anyone did. That's what I'm
3: saying.
0: I think you're right. Ben knows what's up. He knows. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ben, you know, not only does he take care of the zombies, he sets them on fire. He knows what's up right away. He's setting them on fire. Yeah, he does it right there, right in the front. Right?
1: Well, you know what happens? Remember, he goes out with the thing, and they go back. Like yeah, he, so he's, he's holding the them. fire outside, yes. but but for light, not necessarily like.
0: Well, to scare them off too, because it kind of backs off the zombies too. You know, he what I mean? finds
1: yeah. that out though by consequence of having it. Mm. Like, I don't think it was necessarily. He had to go outside to get something. I forgot what he had to go get. Well,
0: yeah. So he he sets the body on fire. He scares scares he all the go other zombies. He into the car.
1: There's a gun in the car. There's a
0: gun in the car. Right, but when that's he, later he, though. Oh. But that's later though because he they start boarding up the windows and mm-hmm. the, and all that all the dismantling the furniture and the scraps of wood and putting it up. And this is when fucking Barbara has a hysterical outburst. Yep. Because she's a woman, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's there is a lot of misogyny in this movie oh dear lord oh the amount of woman hating that happens in this movie is incredible
0: just a hysterical woman
1: it's it's do you, i don't know if you notice this but it's always a woman's fault when something happens yes right yeah it's it's barbara's fault that johnny dies right because johnny goes to save barbara from the zombie Yeah, that's not, yeah, well. So it's Barbara's fault that Johnny dies.
0: I don't know. I I Perspective. I wouldn't say that that's Barbara's fault. Okay. You know, I wouldn't say that that's Barbara's fault. That's It's Johnny's fault.
1: Okay. What about that other guy that dies in the car? Um, Oh, with his girlfriend? Yeah. Her jacket gets stuck. Yeah. Right? That's not her fault. And she's like, oh, my jacket. Uh." Yeah. Like, they're just sitting there, and he's like, so are we going to, like, get out of this car or what? Because, like, it's on fire. (laughs) And she's like, eh. Right. Um, (laughs) Yes, I wrote down quote: "Stupid woman's jacket gets caught, and Tom and Judy die." (laughs) You have the that guy, Mister Cooper. He says, "How are we going to make it out of here? We've got one child and three women." (laughs) You're just like, "What the fuck, you?"
0: (laughs) Remember, it's 1968.
1: I understand that sort of saying. There's a lot of yeah. They're just starting being able to wear pants, and it's loud. I'll tell you that the misogyny is loud in 1968. We get it,
0: Romero. You hate women.
1: Oh my goodness. Or maybe, or maybe he was just talking about. It. It's possible that, like, that was society talking, right? That's oh, see now, what are you doing now? now? Are you women? putting on? I don't know.
0: I uh, I don't know. A social commentary? No, I'm okay. not.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I Romero think just... hates women or if um, Romero knows that society hates women.
0: You know what? You know what, Romero, it, you know, when you think about Dawn of the Dead, right? Yeah. So it's a two guys, you think about the, think about in the mall, right? Who's in the mall? It's a bunch of guys and one girl. Yeah. And who who's the problem? The woman. Of course. I mean, she got into a little bit of trouble. She got into trouble. You know what that means? You know. hmm We had someone else who offered to, you know, how to take care of abortions.
1: Someone, someone got her in trouble. That's right. Rather.
0: Yes, someone got her in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You should go back and listen to our Dawn of the Dead episode. That was a fun one, <laughs> episode three. Yeah, really good one. Whew. Man, <laughs> not for the, not for the sensitive of eared. It's a lot of abortion talk in that one.
1: It's a lot of abortion talk <laughs> and a lot of race talk in that one too. Yeah, it's
0: a big one. It's a big one. But so Barbara has a hysterical outburst <laughs> with Ben, and he just slaps
2: her. Yeah. I like, think that's yeah. where he slaps her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they now there was a part. They there was a debate whether to keep that part in the movie or not on how Ben would be portrayed as a black man slapping a white woman. Mm. You know what I mean? I think you'd have to look at context. Obviously, personally. yeah. You know what I mean? But but there was some kind of back justified. And forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sean Connery. He knows what's up. <laughs> it's okay. Open slap. Open-handed slapping women is okay, according to Sean Connery. <laughs> he said it on Barbara Walters I'm twice. I'm
3: sure he
1: did. I'm sure he you did. He looked back, it's
0: crazy. Like, holy shit, you said that out loud?
1: Yeah, he did. And no one cared. And
0: no one gave a shit.
1: <laughs> no. Nope. Well,
0: he was James Bond.
1: So. Yeah, so.
0: Apparently, you can't say yes, yeah, so because nothing happened. So it is It is something. <laughs> it's something. Just saying. So after Ben slaps Barbara, Ben takes a chair outside and sets it on fire to scare off the attackers, which is weird. Like, they just took a chair. Yeah. And put it on the porch. Yeah. Which is like, I think you could have found a better way to do that. But nevertheless. Yeah. Stress. Yeah.
1: Cloud's mine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know? He finds a a rifle and a radio and Barbara's, now Barbara's completely useless. Mm. She's switched from hysterical to useless. Sorry. True.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, again, quote, everyone is a helpless loser that deserves to die except Ben.
0: <laughs> now we find that there are people living in the fucking basement of this house now mm-hmm. who have already been there and letting Ben and uh, uh, Barbara just fucking fig- figure it out on their own. In the basement where we find Harry and Helen Cooper, their daughter Karen, of course a fucking Karen, <laughs> and Tom and Judy as a young couple. Hmm. We're in the basement hiding in the cellar. Interesting. That house didn't have a basement. All those scenes actually were filmed in the editing, uh, the place where they edited, in the yeah. basement of the editing studio. Yeah, no
2: way. Yeah. So they had to that. go back. Yeah.
0: So we find already that somebody, a zombie, Karen's already been bit and she's sick. We find that Harry wants to the group to barricade themselves in the basement and Ben argues that they would be trapping themselves down there and they should not be ba- uh, trapping themselves in the basement. That's what I'm saying. Now, you... I know that this is an argument. This is a real thing. What would have happened differently in this movie if they had actually barricaded themselves in the basement right there as opposed to Harry doing it later in the movie, which negating all the, you know, doesn't really count because it's shit happens before then, right? So if the group had barricaded themselves in the basement right there, do you think the zombies would just have left because they're, no?
1: Nope. The thing about the slow zombies is that... Um... Like they're really easy to like get past. Mm. But when you get a whole bunch of them together, they're really difficult to get past.
0: Yeah. Especially Um, ones that use tools like these. Yeah. Picking up bricks and shit like that. Yeah. Stuff like that. So
1: they still have some, you know, I actually wrote down several bullet points on the George Mero zombie. But and I'll get into that in a second. But sorry about that. Excuse me. The reason to not stay in the basement stays the same, regardless of whether they did it beforehand or whether being in the house yelling and screaming causing all that racket like attracted the zombies yeah i think they would have eventually found their way in just by sheer number just that the the masses of them yeah they would have found their way into the house at some point
0: you're probably right
1: and uh if you honestly think that what is that now three five seven people can sit in a basement without yelling and screaming and making a ton of noise what are they going to eat eventually? Like they're going to need to get out. Well, each other. Well, okay. And then they do that. They turn into zombies because that little one down there. That's what's right. her name? Karen. Hellhound. She yeah. was a bit and mm-hmm. she turned into a zombie. Yeah. So they would have had issues. They would have turned into a zombies anyway. That's but what I'm
0: saying. You can't. You can't beat the zombie apocalypse. You can't.
1: You can actually. Mm-hmm. I think you can. It's not easy, but you can. It's a hard life. I think you can. You can. You can. You can. You can do it. Is a specific kind of person who can do it. If you are the kind of person that lives in a remote area, let's say in a mountain. Okay. And you're a hunter, right? You know how to use a gun. You can shoot with fair accuracy using a limited number of bullets, right? So let's say you're a decent hunter and you can kill an animal at a certain distance with one bullet right you're a good enough shot that means that you're using a minimal amount of noise um so you're making a minimal amount of noise using a minimal amount of ammunition and getting a whole bunch of you know like meat let's say Mm -hmm. so already if you live in somewhere like a mountain you know you already have to deal with like the zombies have to deal with mountain conditions weather right snow yeah. people living in places like that though might be a little better equipped for it right maybe so i feel like i feel like but it's a very very small percentage of people who could do it i feel like if you live in like a mountainous area and like you're good at if you're living off the grid already you know what i mean yeah (laughs) an outdoors person an outdoorsy man sorry i live in new york city so you're just an outdoors person (laughs) if you're good at outdoor stuff you know like not dying while being outside i think you could get along pretty well
0: Mm, maybe you know i still think i've seen enough movies where even even places in remote places people in remote places find themselves in some pretty sticky predicaments.
1: I'm not saying that you'll make it. I'm saying you have a better like you have, you have a, a chance better chance of living like a full life, I think.
0: You have a better chance. Yes, your odds you know? go up exponentially the further away from people.
1: Cuz you're not making a lot of noise. Mm. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like start learning how to like you know, play the drums. Yeah, okay. You know. Probably a bad idea. If you want to play music, maybe something quiet. I don't know.
0: Learn how to uh
1: Maybe not music. Nope. Um,
0: <laughs> Hope You could say goodbye to that.
1: You know, just whatever. remember the songs. Just, just whatever. You know, but I think no, but I think it is possible. I think you can. I think you can survive the zombie apocalypse. You just have to be a certain kind of person. I couldn't do it. I'd definitely get eaten. I, I couldn't that. do it. I am out of shape, scared of zombies, so
2: I
0: couldn't do it either. Hmm. No.
1: Would you try?
0: So there's, so there's
1: there's some people that like go as long as they can, and then there's some people that just like, fuck it, no, I'm not doing this, and they kill themselves. I
0: am a pessimistic realist with severe depression. No, I don't think I would try. No.
1: <laughs> so you hear about zombies and your first thought is, all right, that's enough.
0: I'm like, here's my out. <laughs> you can't fault me for this, right? Hands out, right? Right? I think, I don't think at the first mention of zombies, I don't think they're like, all right, well, fuck this, I'm checking out. I think, I think I'd have to assess the situation now. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't see myself fighting hard. <laughs> you know, I might give it a half-hearted attempt, Yeah. you know, but I don't think I, I, I wouldn't do death by zombie though. I wouldn't be like, okay, go ahead. Mm. You know, I wouldn't do that. I'd, uh, I'd end it so I wouldn't come back as a zombie. Mm. You know, would that
1: be a problem for you? Like if you, if you came back as a zombie, would you not, would you rather be dead than come back as a zombie? Yes. Is that the...
2: Yeah.
0: I wouldn't want to hurt anybody else.
1: Is that why? Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to hurt anybody. That's yeah. adorable.
0: <laughs> I might be a jerk off, but I'm not mean. <laughs> you know, I'm not mean. I'm grumpy. I'm mean.
2: <laughs> True. That's a good point.
0: Right? There's a difference. There's a That's difference. A good point. That's
1: yeah. a good point. Yep.
0: Anyway, so we, uh, we have our first of many arguments here with Ben, arguing with uh, with Harry. Harry, who, by the way, is the co-producer, Harry Cooper, is a co-producer on this movie.
1: Of course he is. And his wife, I'm
0: sure. His new name is Carl um, Hardman. Uh, he, was a, he was a makeup artist. He was a sound effects engineer. He took the still photographs at the end of the movie. And he was a co-producer. Wow. He, you, wouldn't pick, you wouldn't see it looking at him either. Like, oh
1: God, he was a real asshole. In that right. Movie. I hated him.
0: But he really lent his hand in whatever, whatever needed help to get this little movie off the ground here. Which I was like, all yeah, right, good for him. Yeah. Seeing that makes him a little bit of a better, better actor. Yeah. You know, he's I mean? like, all right, well, look at that. I don't know. Just saying. Like,
1: Well, because it's not actually, like, who he is. Exactly,
0: right. So you can... In the
1: movie, he's, like, a greedy, selfish, you know...
0: Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a
1: real jerk. Yeah. You know, he's he's always trying to out-alpha Ben. Yeah. And Ben is always, like, putting him in his place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where, like, they're both... They can't out-alpha each other. So Ben goes upstairs, and Mr. Cooper goes downstairs, seals himself off in the cellar. Dumb-dumb. Um, the rest of them go up to the second floor. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm gonna be the head, the head wolf or something like that, up here, and you can be the head, whatever, down there."
0: God, of course.
1: There's just like one big machismo, yeah, it's just, yeah, pissing contest. That's what I'm saying. A bunch of
0: dum dums making the wrong decision yeah. and arguing every single opportunity. Yeah. It's really fucking ridiculous. So now we hear radio reports. Uh, Explained the epidemic uh, was sweeping the, across the eastern seaboard of the United States. These were mirror movies. Always happened on the eastern seaboard. Mm. Never. Always never passed Pennsylvania. East coast. What, what? <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> Later, uh, Ben discovers <laughs> a television upstairs, and the emergency broadcaster reveals <sighs> that the zombies are consuming their victims' flesh. Ooh. And the, and the broadcast reports that the... Uh murders are being perpetrated by recently deceased who have mm-hmm. returned to life.
1: Yeah. So the George Romero zombie, it doesn't matter how you die. No, if you, you die, get you get
0: that's back it. up. You get up. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, uh, what do you call it? Stole uh Walking Dead stole that. Yeah. You know, that's just you just you're in it. That's it. Well, no matter how you die, you come back, you're mm-hmm. you're you're you got the you're breathing. they're so all like infected birth. with something. Yeah. yeah. With the thing. Which is funny because like that was something I never on The Walking Dead, at the end of the first season, when they go to the CDC,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that scientist is like locked himself in there, mm-hmm. and he he whispers in Rick's ear before they he blows it all up in that awful awful CGI effect. <laughs> God, it looks like shit. And whispers something in his ear, and then off he goes. The secret that we're all that they're all infected. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Meanwhile, it's right here—the prototype for it is a movie we all fucking seen a thousand times, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, but there's so many iterations of zombies. Yeah, you know what I mean. How's anyone supposed to know whether you're gonna like which zombie you're gonna use?
0: What's your favorite? What's your favorite zombie?
1: Um, the scariest zombies are the running
0: ones—the
1: mm. ones that can run, the ones that can, uh, you know, like I, I, yeah, the ones that can run.
0: So it would be like the Zack Snyder down of the Dead. Yeah,
1: yeah, they've got that like face that like f- that that fervor in their yeah. face you know what i mean they're just like wide-eyed and like like it like they're on meth
0: it's like that just yeah
1: fucking running at you full speed you know what i mean
0: it's got like a it's like a hate to it you know what yeah, i mean it's like it's almost an like angry, the 28 like, days later meets this. zombies you know what i yeah. mean kind of thing where it's like this fucking hate fever yeah that they have and they left that this Scream mm-hmm. that the uh that the other ones don't. I which really I like really the cool. running ones. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I but if those if
1: there were to be a zombie apocalypse, I would hope for the Romero zombies. <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> yeah, okay, the know, shambling. Yeah, just kind of knock them over. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> like they do in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I mean, you know, which by the way, I I firmly believe that shawn of the Dead. If there was a zombie apocalypse thing. That's probably As the closest close I've ever seen the movie, how I think it would probably go down. It's
1: probably correct. It's, oh. always, those, it's always those spoofs that do it they better get it than right. the real, you know, the ones that try. Yeah. You
0: know, you know the idea that, that you could just kind of push them out of the way, which they did a bunch of times, and the idea that they didn't quite even know what was going on at first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I get that. That's my favorite part of that. Yeah. They had no idea. <laughs> they had
1: no idea, no idea what's happening. It's you great. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I agree. just like, What? There's a girl in the garden. What the fuck? You know what I mean?
0: I love that we continually say that though all the time. We say a lot of things from that movie. Yeah, you know. we do. That's true. <laughs> so um we also learn that the uh that they don't know why exactly there are zombies, but you know, they do mention that they think was one scientist is certain that the result of radiation emitting emitting from a Venus space probe yeah. that exploded in the Earth's atmosphere. And that's if it's not like made in a lab in the movies, this is pretty much what they go with. Yeah. It's either lab or the it's from space. Wow. You know? I mean, it's what pretty else much would that. it be? I don't know.
1: You know what I mean? Magic, I guess. You can
0: say magic. You that could, would
1: be it. It would, it would have to be magic.
0: Magic, yeah. You know,
1: if I it's guess. not in a lab and it's not aliens, it's got to be magic.
0: I don't know, man. We saw a movie the other day. We watched Cooties the other day. and <laughs> that was fun. Which was super fun. We had never seen it before. We'll cover that another We'll do another show on cooties mm-hmm. for like a real in-depth one. But that came from a chicken nugget. Yeah. So you know what? Like, <laughs> you know, there are things. <laughs> there are things. <laughs> but we, they also use this time to um, to tell you that, you know, a gunshot or a heavy blow to the head will stop the ghouls. Mm-hmm. They don't call them zombies, of course. They never do. Uh, <laughs> and that there are posses of armed men patrolling the countryside. To restore order, militias essentially.
1: Is that why they don't want to use the word zombie in Shaun of the Dead? Maybe. They never say the word zombie. You think it's an? You think it's like Dawn an ode, Dead? or something like an homage? You know to how like it. never yeah like, oh, don't s- the, the Z, Z word. word? Yeah, they yeah. Say that. I wonder.
0: That's interesting, but you know what? They rarely say zombies, right? Because Walking Dead doesn't say zombies. They call them walk. Different groups call them different things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't call them zombies here. They don't call them zombies in any of the Romero movies, quite frankly, that I can think of offhand, at least. Most of them don't, huh. right? And I think I had read in years ago somewhere about The Walking Dead, why they don't call them zombies, because you kind of have to create this world where zombies aren't a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even a fictional, you know, kind of concept, you know what I mean? So they don't know what it is, right. you know, and that's like, okay, all right. You know, the same thing about when I read in uh, Sons of Anarchy, where they, you know, there's a lot of violence and there's a lot of language, you know, but no, they don't say fuck, obviously. And they have to get around that in the show because it's all these things. How come they're not saying fuck? And they don't say frick. They don't give you the Battlestar Galactica treatment. Right. You know? Frack. Yeah. (laughs) So they, Kurt Sutter, who, you know, wrote the show, had said, you know, you have to create a world where that's not a word. So, you can't do cheesy alterations of it because it takes you right out of it. Mm. You know? So, but the idea of them calling them ghouls and things like that, I always kind of, I'm like, just fucking say zombies. But, like, well, they don't say zombies because it's in in this world. It's like, you don't know that. Right. Watching the movie, you just like, just fucking call it what it is. We all know what it is.
1: I don't think the zombie, then again, a lot of other, I was going to say, I don't think the zombie lore really got itself nailed down. But I think you can also say that with a lot of like, like vampires also have a lot of different little things here or there.
0: Yeah, but you can can say yeah, but vampires are called vampires anywhere, right? Like, think of any vampire movie. Mm -hmm. They're fucking. It's a fucking vampire, right?
1: Right. But the thing is that, like, I think in some in some movies, even when they know what zombies are, they're not quick to say that they're zombies because they'll say, well, they don't do this or they don't do that. Yeah, they're not zombies. You always hear them. Like, you always hear someone about to say like. You know, like they're they're zombies but they're not zombies mm. you know that's always like the
0: true I guess you'd have to go into the deeply shitty zombie movies mm. to, to say it you know, there's that movie zombie beaver <laughs> <laughs> they even put it in the title you know are we
1: talking about dead beavers or like like vaginas
0: no we're talking about the beaver one okay like yeah. you know, like the animal yeah okay It's that like zombie strippers that mm. was that remember that one we watched that one forever ago Back when we used to get Netflix on DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we got that one.
2: <laughs> that
0: was pretty funny because Robert England played the fucking uh, strip yeah. club owner. Yeah. Remember that?
2: Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I could forget that.
0: So at this point now, Ben uh, comes up with a plan to escape using the truck involving all the men in the house, of course, of not course. the women because
3: stay just a burden.
0: You know, there is a kitchen back there. If you guys can make yourself so <laughs> fucking useful, we're fucking hungry out here taking care of you fucking useless lumps
1: we've got he literally says how are we gonna make it out of here we've got one child three women and i just wrote dot dot
2: dot after that god i can't even
0: yeah but the truck needs fuel so ben and tom leave the house to get the fuel while harry hurls molotov (laughs) cocktails from a window (laughs) up to the second floor (laughs) all right ben has the rifle and a torch Mm -hmm. and uh tom is supposed to drive the truck and man the the gas pump that's right yeah that fucking goes south quick that goes south quick yeah on the way out the door judy of course fucking hysterical woman Mm -hmm. naturally chases after tom you know when she gets to the pump ben puts the torch on the ground next to the uh next to the truck no yeah you can walk around with a torch next to a goddamn gas pump (laughs) stupid ass academic my foot And, of course, Tom splashes gasoline onto the torch. Dumb fuck. (laughs) Starts a fire and gulps the truck. Good fucking job, Tom. (laughs) Seriously. Could they be more ill-equipped?
2: Yeah. Ugh.
0: No no wonder they fucking, they died in the first night of the zombie apocalypse. Imagine how many, the first night, right? Think about it. People are fucking dumb, right? Dumb people who panic are even more dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot, that first night of a zombie pop, there's a lot of dead fucking people. Yeah, that's why a lot of people lot. hole up. You know? Yeah.
1: You don't Man. want to go out on the first night. First oh, week no. you stay home.
0: Yeah, no. You know? Someone else's stupid shit will get you killed quick. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about it the other day, but um, maybe, maybe even today. There's that George Carlin line. Now, think about how dumb the average person is, and then realize half of them are dumber than that. <laughs> that's something to think about during the first day. Of a zombie apocalypse, yeah. Panicky pe—panicky people do stupid things, mm-hmm. like put torches next to gas pumps.
1: Fucking dummy! I and mean, he had to see what he was doing, yeah. Yeah, well, what got me was how long it took for him to drive away. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, just drive away yes. from it. Like, yeah, what?
0: I know, I know.
1: And then Ben's like, "Get away from there! The truck's on fire!" I know. And he's like, "Hmm, all right, I do- guess we'll drive now." Yeah. Do, 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 do. I know. And then it's like, yo, get out of the car. The fucking thing's on fire. He's like, all right, you, you want to get out? And she's like,
2: my, my jacket. jacket.
1: It's stuck. There's Stupid. Skinny thick in my jacket. No. I, I, I remember we, when we watched it the other night, I was like, bye, Judy.
0: Yep. And then that's it. Yeah, not only by <laughs> you know, Judy. Jump out. Jump out, mm-hmm. man, because she's
1: going to get you killed. Get her out. Get nope. out. <laughs>
0: they died together. Fucking truck exploded. Yep. Because of Judy's stupid jacket. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Because, you know, it was either her jacket or her earrings or her nails uh, or something got stuck, mm-hmm. her heel, whatever. Of right? course.
0: So Ben goes back in the house and Harry fucking locked them out. That fucking no. case. But he kicks the door open and beats the shit out of Harry. Yes, he does. So. Don't suck on that. Yep. (laughs) So now some of the zombies start to come on the truck, and this is where they start eating the bodies, which is pretty fucking gross.
1: It's pretty gruesome.
0: Yeah. Do you know what that stuff was that they were actually eating? No. It was actually a local butcher where they got all the the body parts were actually animal parts they got from a local butcher. Mm -hmm. What they were eating, though, was actually smoked ham covered in Bosco chocolate sauce, (laughs) which was used for the blood.
2: That's awful.
0: And they said <laughs> and apparently what the it was t- it wasn't that hard to look sick while eating it because course, it was fucking it was gross. gross. Yeah. Yeah. But that was interesting. They used Bosco, not just not Hershey's. Fuck Hershey's. It was, Hus- it was oh, Bosco. It's a low budget. Bosco is great. But it's not Hershey's. No, but Bosco's really great.
1: I know Bosco's really great. That but makes a when great you buy Hershey's, milk. you're buying you're paying for the label. Yeah. Bosco's cheaper.
0: Bosco makes a better chocolate milk.
1: Then they should have bought Hershey's. Wasted that.
0: Yeah, there's one less... Yeah. Less chocolate milk for people in Pennsylvania, I guess. Thanks, Romero. (laughs) So, yeah, now we see the zombies trying to get back into the house. You know, their fists and they're using their bricks and whatnot, trying to break in. Uh, Ben manages to hold him back, drops his rifle. Harry takes the rifle, turns it on Ben, wrestles it away from Harry, and then shoots him. Harry stumbles into the cellar and dies. Now we discover Helen has found that her daughter has transformed into a zombie Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then eating her father, which is fucked up. It's fucked up in 2021. It's really fucked up in 1968. Yeah. That's really fucked up. And uh, at this point now, Karen takes a cement trowel and stabs her mother repeatedly with it, (laughs) which is interesting, like, because... I also read that this is sort of a commentary as well. Of course. It's not. It's just a fucked up thing. It's a kid who's eating her father mm-hmm. and upon her mother's discovery, kills her with a fucking tool.
1: I think it was a like a, a shovel.
0: It was a trowel. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And repeated not just once. Oh, yeah. But over and over and over oh, again.
2: Yeah. Great.
0: Which is pretty great, actually, for a kid zombie to do, which is... I always forget about that part, though. When I think about this movie, I always forget about the little girl killing her mother, mm. you know, using the tool. And it's, that never went past this movie. You, zombies using things around them, you know? Like, they don't really do that in these other movies. They yeah. never use tools.
1: They're supposed to be, you know, um, unable to to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, just like...
0: You know, they just, just kind of lumber around, whatever everything. they bite, and this and the other. Yeah, you know I mean?
1: they get stuck. They keep trying to go. And they get stuck. You
0: know, yeah. Whatever. But there was that other movie, that Romero movie, that not I don't think it was, not Diary of the Dead, but that other one with Dennis Hopper and John Leguizamo with the tower and all the poor people live like down like on the oh, bottom um, floors. Which one was that? What the hell is the name of that one? I hated that one. Yeah, you didn't like that one. I remember. I don't remember the name of that one.
1: Land of the Dead.
0: Land of the Dead, right. Yeah. That one. They used tools, they started to evolve on. That was one where they used fireworks to distract them to kind yeah. of get around. But yeah, that's that when was that. Pretty cool, yeah, the yeah, gas station attendant started to use tools, he started picking things up. And they're like, "Oh, they're evolving." Which was yeah. interesting cuz like they No, they kind of devolved <laughs> and then now they're back up to like where the bar was set originally. Yeah interesting
1: well they kind of talk about that in the walking dead too with the whispers right
0: well they thought they were talking yeah mm-hmm. they were yeah that's true
1: well they were able to get them to go where they they were talking to them that was they yeah. the they thought that the zombies were talking to each other but yes. it was the whispers talking to the zombies yeah they were still able to talk to the zombies i still
0: don't fully comprehend that either yeah i'm gonna let that go but, to, but. yeah
1: <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know but that's what happened
0: yeah that's true I'd like to see more evolving zombie stuff, mm. honestly. I think that'd be fun.
1: I don't know if zombies can evolve. You need to be alive.
0: They'd probably devolve, right? I mean, they'd probably. And you saw that. You see that in, in The Walking Dead, where the, as time, you know, these time lapses and whatnot, I don't know how much time's actually passed, not fully caught up. Like the zombies, they're like more deteriorated, they're more mm-hmm. broken down, and, you know.
1: I guess I feel like the zombie apocalypse is kind of a waiting game. You know what I mean? They're not going to live forever. Like, they will eventually die off. They're already dead.
0: I guess you'd have to... hmm. Do you think it would be better to live in a warmer climate or a colder climate then?
1: Depends. I think it would be better to start off in a colder climate and then transition to a warmer climate years later. Make your pilgrimage from a cold climate to a warm climate. And I only say that because I think... There will be more zombies in a colder climate for longer periods of time, less zombies in a warmer climate over long periods of time. Mm. Because everyone will be out, everybody will have gotten bit, and then the zombies will start, like, you know, crapping out. Breaking like over down. time. Okay. But in the cold, they preserve. You know what I mean? They get stuck in the ice and snow and they don't die out huh. as quickly. Okay. So I would say. It's best to start in the cold because there aren't as many people, so there won't be as many zombies, and then transition your way to the hot, Okay. Hot. oh, sorry, the warmer
2: climate. Okay. All right. Good to know. Okay. I
1: I think it's always best to live in a cold
0: climate, though. I agree. I, so, I prefer the colder climate. I think it just makes more sense. I it's think just... so, too. I, uh, I get more grumpy in the warmer climate.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> 20 summers in New York City. Trust me. I know. <laughs>
2: anyway so
0: so now all hell is breaking loose now at this point zombies are in mm-hmm. and this is what we see Johnny comes back that asshole <laughs> so the shock uh, of course uh, uh, Barbara sees her and the shock snaps her back into it's too fucking bad because yep. she's carried away from the zombie horde
2: <laughs> yep bye bye Barbara they came Useless. and
0: gotcha
1: you.
0: <laughs> idiot so now ben now ben goes into the cellar locks the door behind him shoots harry and helen and waits out until morning
1: Mm -hmm. right should have waited longer
0: he should have been because in the morning the uh, posse that they mentioned on the radio Mm -hmm. or tv rather is hunting the zombies here's the commotion ben gets up the stairs heads into the living room peeks out the window and kaboom off with his head yeah the and
1: cops see him moving in the window, and they shoot him.
0: They shoot him. Oh, we got him. Yeah. Throw him on the fire. Yeah. Fucking roll credits.
1: Sort of. They continued, actually, after that. And that was one of the things that I really liked about this movie. Like, I, like, I, I, I like how the story goes beyond the characters. It well, with the just pictures. End. Yeah. Well, sort of, no, because also, you know, you see what the police are doing. Like, after all that craziness happens, like, yeah, Ben is still in the cellar. But you don't know whether he's alive or dead at this point. He could be dead um, in the cellar. You know what I mean? Mm. So like the ne- like when the cops start to go through the town, you see, okay, he's alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then he goes up and he gets shot. But then like you continue to see the police canvassing through and like.
0: Yeah. But I mean, essentially, I mean, to see the movie go on where it doesn't just like a character's dead, the movie's over. Right. You know, you see like there is life beyond the characters
1: Right. Themselves. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So often, it's like the the main character, the last one standing, uh, dies, and it's just like done. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you you get like a pan back. You know what I mean? They go, you go back, and you see the full scope of the room, and you know how bloody and crazy it is. Or or you get a pan in, you go closer and closer. Yeah. (laughs) Dead. You know, even more dead. You know, but it's uh, it's it's not often, I guess, not as often that you. That you see what continues to happen. I like yeah. that better. Uh, yeah, I I like the story being more than the characters. You know what I mean.
0: You get a bigger I mean, scope like of the world story. at that point. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Not just here's these four. Unless I mean like you know, unless that's your story. I mean, these four people. We want to make it about the people.
0: Well, I think that reminds you that like what you're seeing is just one story and a much larger like one chapter in a much larger story, right? Because you're following the story of these people in the movie, right? But the situation they're in, you're, you know, as a viewer, you know, it's happening everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? So you're just focusing on these people, but there's a different story. Each person who's still alive has a story, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that reminder that like, it's not over because they're dead. Right. Like shit still goes on. Mm -hmm. Things still happen. Yeah. You know, so I agree. That's a, uh, I like that too. Yeah. I like that too.
1: I think one of my favorite zombie things was uh, World War Z. And I know that that might be like kind of a cliche thing to say at this the point the book
0: though, not the movie, the book, yeah, dear Lord, no, not the movie. did you see the movie?
1: um I've seen enough of the movie. I'll tell you that okay, <laughs> no, yeah, I have I think yeah yeah, I think we did see it.
0: I don't know if we did, yeah, I think we did trying to think Brad Pitt fighting a zombie. I don't think that doesn't... Inside
1: of a car, remember?
0: I don't know. I'd have to... I don't know. Maybe one day we'll watch that one again. Whatever. Yeah. The
1: point is that I'm talking about the movie. Yeah. Uh, about the, the book, book, rather. And I like how it's posed as like a historical account of, you know, like first yes. firsthand... Yeah. You know, accounts of what happened, you know, when the zombies, uh, when the zombies came. Yeah. You know, I really like that because you heard, you know, you read stories from... All kinds of different people and places. And it was stuff awesome. Like that. that was really it was a great. Really cool and well done book. Yes, I really liked hearing about it as if it had happened and it was over. Yeah, and this is the back account. Right, this is the, a, this is the report afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. This person's story, that person's story, and the Battle of Yonkers, the Battle of Yonkers. Yeah, I like I will say that for that book, and then when it comes to literally anything else involving Yonkers, we're like fuck Yonkers. Yonkers
0: sucks. <laughs> It does. Sorry if you live in Yonkers, but you know, if you
1: live in Yonkers, you should move or die. I mean, one
0: of those. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't move, sorry, but Yonkers.
2: Kidding. I'm not. Um.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, World War Z is pretty fucking great. It is. I haven't read that book in a very long time, but I would, I'd crack that open again.
1: It's a, yeah. I it's it's definitely like like I said. I, I almost feel like it's almost cliche to bring it up at this point. Like in two thousand twenty one. I don't think so. Um, it's just been it's been it's been done and not like necessarily in a good way. That the movie really really was terrible, and I think that that killed whatever cred uh, the book ever had.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I I liked that part of it because I've noticed in zombie movies that you're really only seeing one person's story. Yeah. It is happening everywhere. Right. And there's like so many crazy things. they like, who's stuck in an elevator? Right. You know what I mean? Who's in a, who's in a public bathroom? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like who's, who, who slept, who has a hangover?
0: Right. Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I agree. And that's, I'm, I'm going to read that again. Yeah. You got me. Definitely,
1: uh, definitely worth another read. Got um, me interested. in
0: Max Brooks original. Yeah. World War Z.
1: Did he also do the zombie survival guide? I think he did. I know we he had that have. in our bathroom for a long time.
0: We did, yeah.
1: <laughs> great book to put in your bathroom. It
0: is a great book, yeah.
1: It's a good bathroom book.
0: I was floored when I found out that Max Brooks was Mel Brooks's son. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. But like, I shouldn't be because Mel Brooks is awesome. Yeah. So why shouldn't his kid be awesome? Yeah. I don't you know, know why that really got me all... People uh, yeah,
1: well, don't fall far from the tree. I guess not.
3: Way.
0: I guess not. So so that's Night of the Living Dead.
1: Yeah, it's essentially Night of the Living Dead. Yeah.
0: So that's it. That's pretty much it. I don't have anything left to say about that movie.
1: Yeah, I got it. I got it all out. I think.
0: All right. We've purged ourselves from Night of the Living Dead. (laughs) I feel purged. If I think of
1: anything else, we'll set up tomorrow.
0: I think, yeah, we could do that. Pop that in. But I think that's it. I'm thinking we can close the book here. Yeah. All right. So, again, you can uh, follow us on social media things and email us at uh, email addresses.
1: (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. Watchin' Horror Podcast. Yep. Follow us on Twitter. Watchin' Horror. Yep. Send us an email. Watchin' Horror Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yep. I think that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. If you like it, tell your friends. Tell Send your us neighbors. a review. Send us a review, yeah. Or
1: I, or or a comment. Yeah. Come say hi.
0: Follow. All those things.
1: My my medication is now up to date. So I'm, I'm back I'm back to normal again. Back to being awkward and overly peaceful docile docile yes back to being docile (laughs) yay medication yay medication
0: docile christina (laughs) grumpy jared (laughs) that's it for us yay night
1: night yeah they're
3: dead they're all messed up